Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to the Pickup WNBA Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. And Freddie, this is episode 22? It is, episode 22. Oh, I don't have my phone in front of me, so that was pure guessing. I guess your guess. It might be episode 25. I don't even know. Stop, stop. Don't do yeah. that to me. Don't do that to me. Uh, we got lots to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the all-star selections. Uh, Tina Charles moving from the Mercury to the Storm. Uh, all that good stuff. Uh, first, we're just going to do a bit of a Brittany Griner update. Uh, I hate that this has become almost like a regular segment on this podcast. Um her uh, unlawful detention has now been extended six months. Uh, she had an original trial date of July 1st, um, which I just assume isn't happening anymore. Although in everything I've read, I have not seen a new trial date scheduled. She did have a closed door hearing. So we don't know what happened in that hearing, but we do know that um, this unlawful detention has now been extended an additional six months. So, yeah, I mean, for me, I, it's feeling quite grim at this point. But but how do you feel, Freddie? Um, yeah, you know, we've, uh, as you said, we've been covering this for a long time. We talked about this before we started recording. And, you know, there is this sort of like repetitive loop we're on. But I feel like you know, we're both sort of in this together as a, as a podcast about women's basketball that, you know, is inherently political, but this situation is, you know, is remarkably, you know, unique and dire. And yeah, I think it is absolutely, um, you know, reading this article uh, from the globe about her extended detention. It's a, uh, it's a low point in like Russia and U S relations but it's also, you know, it's so out of reach for the average fan. And I think it's such a, so disheartening in so many ways beyond the actual like horrors. I think the helplessness is like this prevailing feeling. Uh, I will say, and I, I want to quote it here because I think it's significant that um, uh, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken uh, was asked Sunday on CNN whether a joint swap of Griner and Whelan 
for Bout. So we, uh, Whelan's another person who's uh, been imprisoned by Russia and Bout is who, you know, I guess Russia wants back in this uh, potential prisoner, uh, potential prisoner swap. Um, and he sidestepped the question, but I think what's interesting is that he's getting asked this question. So, you know, there's something there, right? When there's smoke, there's fire. So, uh, quoting him, uh, you know, he said, as a general proposition, I have got no, uh, higher prior priority than making sure that Americans who are being illegally detained in one way or another around the world come home. He said, but I can't comment in any detail on what we're doing, except to say that this is an absolute priority. So it's sort of a comment, non-comment. And, you know, me and you were saying before the podcast, I feel like this is an extension of sort of the closed door atmosphere this has been, uh, or this has been conducted in. So yeah, sort of in a holding place. It's not good. But I do think that the fact that Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State of, you know, the most powerful country in the world, is even like having to answer these questions means that it's reached the it's reached the point where it needs to reach as far as like the 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 most important people or powerful people rather in the world know about it and are being asked about it like in follow-up manner. So, I'm not even trying to be optimistic. I'm just saying it's like Biden knows about it. And he's the president of the United States. So the fact that his secretary of state is commenting on it tells me that he feels like he needs to comment at it. You know, if you ever watch these pressers, people just shout questions at them and sometimes they just like walk away. So the fact that he's even saying anything means there's, there's a, you know, a certain amount of pressure and a certain amount of concern. And it's something that they feel they can't totally ignore. Yeah, um, that's all very well said, and I'm glad you included that quote. I, I think I, um, I know. I think I, I, I'm feeling more down just about the world, mm-hmm. and I think in part that's just making it more difficult for me to be optimistic about this, or maybe even other things. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, before I, I've said on this podcast, like I believe these delays are actually not bad because they extend the negotiating process. And, you know, I can only imagine that things would be worse if she were actually sentenced um, in which we've read that she could be sentenced for up to 10 years. So, you know, that's just a theory on my part. We don't know if that's actually true or not. Again, um, people are really tight lipped about the situation. So, I mean, I hope that's true. I don't know if that's true. But just to say that, you know, we, we're not going to stop talking about this um, as there are updates. We will provide them on this show. And, you know, obviously we hope things turn around for the best and that she does get home soon. Yeah. And I'll just add if you're, uh, you know, uh, one of our loyal, loyal uh, listeners uh, and you've been following this story through us or, you know, we're one of many people you've been hearing about it. Uh, thanks for caring. Thanks for listening. And um, we care too. Absolutely. Okay. Let's move back to what's currently happening in the WNBA. Uh, all Our all-stars have been selected. The all-star game is happening on July 10th at 1 p.m. So I'm very excited for that. 
We've got a couple new first time all-star selections and potentially a few snubs. Um, Freddie, who out of all our first time all-star selections are you the most excited to see? Yeah, this is a fun one because I feel like, you know, anyone that's been listening to this podcast knows that we're still learning about the WNBA. So for me, when, you know, it comes to like, oh, this is like a, this is the all-star game. This is the, the, the 24 best players in the league. Uh, it's kind of exciting when someone's name pops up that I, I don't know as well. Uh, so just looking at the starters, because I feel like it's more clearly labeled here um, as far as like, who's having their first, uh, their first, you know, first go at it. Like, you know, I know for reserves, like Ryan Howard, first overall pick this year is on the reserves. That's cool. That's exciting. That sort of feels like a little bit of almost like a, you know, not a given, but like, it's like, it's deserved. And and I've watched Howard play and uh, she's exciting. Uh, You know, uh, a first time starter, Sabrina, uh, you know, she gets a lot of press. She deserves it. She's incredible. She's really like just, you know, insane this year. Uh, so I'm happy for her. Um, but as far as like other first time starters, uh, Kelsey Plum uh, was a, a person I've kind of been focusing on. Like uh, I watched her. Uh, oh, God, who is it? Um, I think it was against. Oh, I'm forgetting now the opponent. It wasn't. It might have been like Indiana. It, it, it's it's a not good team uh, that. No, it was the Lynx. Oh, my God, it was the Lynx. And. Uh, your team my links yeah and by and by the way shout out to uh to uh another howard uh who's um oh sorry uh, uh, i was getting names mixed up there not natasha howard shout out to fowls who's back and doing great and in the all-star game but um plum was amazing in that game and it sucked to watch the links lose a game they <laughs> had but also it was i was like you know when you're like watching another player and you're not rooting for their team, but you're sort of like, shit, they're undeniable. Um, yeah, it was one of those things. But anyways, my selection for this uh, is Jackie Young uh, from the Aces, who I've watched a little bit. But uh, yeah, she was, you know, she was the first overall pick in 2019. And I feel like of all the starters, uh, she's the player I know the least. So now it's one of those like, okay, you know, uh, no more excuses. I, I need to know. Uh, everything about Jackie Young and why she is so good. And, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to make sure to check out some of her games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love everything you said. And I just want to add that uh, Sabrina Inescu is a first time all-star mm-hmm. selection. And I was actually surprised by that. It didn't even occur to me that this would be her first one. This feels long overdue. Yeah. I feel like she's been an all-star ever since she first came into the league, but you know, the Liberty struggled for a bit and maybe the team score, or maybe she had, maybe she was injured last year. I think she was injured for a bit of last season and maybe that's what affected it. I'm not sure, but I, I'm happy to finally see her there. I think she's going to be a real highlight and potentially an MVP of this game. Uh, she, she for sure is like having, you know, that that type of season that's like i am a an elite an elite player and i'm absolutely undeniable so uh i mean yeah and i think in an all-star game i really think she's gonna jack up the ball 
Oh, like, I think she's really going to go for it. Well, it's also what I mean. <laughs> a couple podcasts ago, too, I think, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you know, when we were heading into the season, there was that list of like the top 25 players. And I don't think she was on it. Um, and I think we commented that she wasn't wasn't on it. And it was sort yeah, of like, yes, that's right. Sort of like, oh, my God. So at the beginning of the season, you know, the experts didn't think you were top 25. And now you're like undeniably top 12. That's like you're having a statement season. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree. I, I also want to talk a bit about this is just an observation I've made, Freddie. Mm-hmm. And that is um, there's a list of the uh, all-star fan uh, voting uh, results. And I just something I noticed in this list, first of all, like Asia Wilson is first um, with over 88,000 votes, uh, well-deserved. Uh, I think the players that are the most popular outside of the WNBA aren't the top vote getters. Mm-hmm. So like Sue bird is sorry. It's not numbered. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth on this list. Uh, Diana Taurasi is 14th and like Liz Cambage I mean I know they they've struggled not even in the top 20 yeah like like, these are the most popular players in the league and and the and players who get a lot of attention outside of just the WNBA. And I, that was just something that was very interesting to me because it's like the people who are actually watching the games are like, yeah, we're voting for Asia Wilson. We're voting for Brianna Stewart. We're voting for Kelsey Plum. Candace Parker crosses over and she's popular both, both places, both people who watch the game mm-hmm. and outside of the game. And she's fourth, you know, people, fans voted for Elena Deladon and Sylvia Fowles and Jackie Young and, Neke Agumake, like all these people who are just great players and don't necessarily make a mark for themselves either on social media or in Tarasi's case for having a bit of a, a prickly personality. Like they just are people who play. And, and I just thought that's really interesting because I feel like, I mean, I know I compare it to the NBA too much probably, but in the NBA, like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, these are your top vote getters, regardless of what kind of year they're having. And the WNBA, the fan voting did not pan out like that. Yeah, it's always, you know, it's always interesting for me to see the like split between like, uh, you know, media fans and players. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of like these like different attitudes. You know, I've, I've read a couple things about the the you know the players of the w some of them not even filling out their ballots so it's 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 interesting because i feel like it goes into like why we watch sports and and who watches sports and what you know what are their takes because i feel like yeah there's a there's different different you know things that everyone's absorbing and um mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to me like you know i think you brought up snubs too and I'm not sure if they qualify as snubs, but I'm just looking at the, you know, the starters and the reserves here. And, you know, Liz uh, is not on, didn't make the all-star game. 
uh, at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deladon did not make the all-star game. Tarasi did not make the all-star game. Well, De- Deladon not making the all-star game. Are you sure about that? I think she did. Oh yeah. Let's, Am check. I... Let's check. Let's check. I might, I might I be looking be at an old wrong. list. I could be very wrong. I'll never sing again. I'm so sorry. Please sing. Uh, front court. Yeah. She's on here. Oh no. Wait, how many players are on? Yeah. Yeah. She's here. Okay. I might be just looking at a bad list. Cause like, okay, here's who I got. It's uh, this is CBS sports. When did this come out? CBS sports, June 28th. This is like, I don't know if I'm going to edit this out or maybe this is just our investigation. I'm sending hey. you the link that I'm looking at. Wow. Double links. Okay. I'm going to send you, which the is link. from, which is from the WNBA website. It's probably and it has a list of guards and a list of front court players um, that I believe have made it on this team. And there's 10 each. So 10 guards and 10 front court players. Hmm. This is. Uh... And Della Don is on the list. Okay. Maybe like, I'm just going to read through my list and see if there's a chance that I'm just was like scanning over it with my eyes. This is top level podcasting, but hey, this is also like super informative. Okay, <laughs> starters: Sue Bird, Sabrina Ionescu, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, Sylvia Fowles, John Quill Jones, uh, Neka Gumake, Candace Parker, Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson. Reserves: Ariel Atkins, Clea Copper, Skylar Diggins Smith, Ryan Howard, Jewel Lloyd, Arika Gumbawale, Courtney Vandersloot, Dierica Hamby, Natasha Howard, Brianna Jones, oh Emma Misaman, Alyssa Thompson. This is so frustrating. Why do we have, why do we have different lists? We're never going to know, except we're going to have to like, you know, for for every time I fall more in love with this league, the more I fall out of love with this league. Like this is some bullshit. Listen for the, for the OG listeners, this is a classic drop segment. So next pod, we are coming back. <laughs> next pod, the, okay, okay. Next pod, the game will have happened. So uh, me and Catherine will either have. Okay, watched. my list is from WNBA.com. Okay, that's got to be better. I, that's got to trump like, CBS Sports, right? I mean, you would hope so, but it's weird. So the CBS list is organized by starters and reserves and my Mm -hmm. list is organized by guards and forwards because they're going to do a draft like they do in the nba on july 2nd which is why i got confused earlier before we recorded between what the all-star date actually was right so they're doing a a co-captains to draft all-star roster from pool of starters and reserves on espn this saturday july 2nd we're recording this on thursday june 30th right um so yeah maybe cbs sports got it wrong betty you know what we're coming after but you. But that's not your fault. That's yeah. not your fault. That like I feel like when we did the drop segment early in this podcast, that was when we made mistakes. That's a CBS mistake. CBS Sports, I'm coming for you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big mis- that's a pretty big error. Okay. Let, let me just ask you this though. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance that these are the votes 
um, but some people didn't get enough votes, so they didn't get on the team. I mean, you'd have to you'd have to read the article. <laughs> yeah, I thought I did. You know, you'd have to read the article to know that for sure. Okay, we're we're gonna get to the bottom of this, but uh, I think you know. Listen, I think the, they just messed up. Honestly, I th- I think you're right. And this or thing, or or literally WNBA.com messed up. Yeah, somebody messed up. Someone messed up. That's hilarious. See, this doesn't happen in other leagues. This is what I mean. This just doesn't happen in other leagues. This is why people hey. would not stand for this. People would fucking clown whoever was wrong. Clown if, them. If you're listening to this podcast, me and Catherine were talking about potentially starting a Patreon. <laughs> Tell us if you're down with that so we can correct this mistake and we'll 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 use that Patreon lift to make sure stuff like this stops happening in the league honestly yes i would absolutely because that would afford us the time to like dive even deeper into this and we would fully fully become the experts i i mean this is like some next level freddie that's not your fault thank you all right. Well, I just wanted to make that observation about the fan voting versus like who's popular on social media. And I just thought that was really interesting. I think like because the um, the WNBA doesn't have like this crazy news cycle where you have people who need to like consistently debate what's happening weekdays at 2 p.m., you know, that people are just able to kind of make up their own minds and people who are watching the games are just like, yeah, these are the best players this year. Mm -hmm. And they're not bombarded by all this other bias, which I I just thought was really interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. Cause I think, you know, when, when there's less coverage, there's potentially less accountability and more, you know, miscommunication and sort of like, I think if, if you're, if you have to put your money where your mouth is and you're wrong, people correct you more. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Tina Charles. Uh, she really made some waves mm-hmm. this week. Uh, Tina Charles, uh, former WNBA MVP signed with the Phoenix Mercury this past year as a free agent and has decided to, and I quote divorce from her contract and has now signed with the Seattle storm. Uh, so this seems like it's pretty um, uh, unconventional, let's say mm-hmm. uh, of a move to make, but uh, Charles essentially said that she has, you know, she's 33 years old and she has a small window in which to win another championship. And she just, felt like she had to do what was best for her. It's a little uh, unclear if there were um, some personality clashes or other basketball related clashes with the Mercury. But I I wanted to know that, you know, free agency was before Brittany Griner was detained. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Tina Charles signed with the Mercury being like, yeah, I'm going to win a championship with this team. And that's, pretty clearly not the case this year and 
they have mutually agreed to to part ways and then she was able to resign with the storm i got a lot of um opinions on this but before before i go further freddie freddie jump in here okay uh, i feel like i'm coming in hot for this one i <laughs> absolutely love this we talk you know all the time on this podcast about player power and you know the league structure and and engelbert and you know sort of prioritization and all these different things where you know it's not about the players it's uh, it's about the team it's about the league etc cetera, etc cetera. this is charles saying hey i want to win it all uh i love tarasi but i also love bird and i'm not featured enough in the phoenix offense uh and you know i think it's a really good point you make about griner and I also think as rough a, a, of a situation as it is uh, for Phoenix, you know, we saw the Diggins Smith uh, and, um, you know, Tarasi kind of like fight on the bench. Yeah. This is Sue's last year. I, I think, you know, for someone like Tina, it's absolutely fine and totally okay for her to say, I want to go to a place where there's better vibes. You know, she said in this ESPN article by Kevin Pelton that she, is that a quote? Better vibes? Uh, no, that's not a I'm quote. Just yeah. I'm just yeah, teasing. Yeah. I'm just teasing. But like, yeah, she, you know, like she said that she was, it was between Seattle and Phoenix anyways. So in her uh, free agency, in her free agency. And, and I think this is a, yeah, this is a victory for player power for me. Uh, I, I love that. She's like, I, I want to go to this other team uh, and uh, I want to win a championship and I'm going to make it happen. And we were laughing, you know, when you first told me about this, like the, this sort of terminology of a divorce is pretty funny, but uh, I guess, you know, maybe it's actually apt, right? Because how many, how many really talented players have we seen just like dropped by teams this year because of like contract stuff. So I think it's really cool that uh, Tina Charles was able to be like, guess what? I'm dropping you and I'm joining this other team. And um, I'm here to win. So like it, it, overall, I think it's like sort of an ugly situation uh, as far as like, you know, I guess it's dramatic, but I think for the strength of the league, I, I just love that there was a player who decided that they wanted to change situations and they were going to do it mid season. Don't you think the word divorce adds to the drama of it all? hundred percent. If, if it's it was not, like, it's not a buyout. It's not, yeah, it's uh, not an amicable departure. It's a yeah. divorce. Wow. It's just a straight up divorce. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. A, that's a, it's yikes. a weird, it's a weird choice. Cause, but I mean, I, I agree with you in, in everything you said about player empowerment. Um, I just think the word divorce is really weird and I don't yeah. think it would be, I don't think it would be used in a, in a male sport, but whatever. Yeah. Good point. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. I, I mean, when I read the headline, I laughed. I was like, they're getting divorced. Like that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think good for her. Ultimately um, things in Phoenix really do not look good. Um, I don't know really like, you know, the Tarasi situation is interesting because, you know, how, how much more is she going to have maybe another year, you know, at most, you know, obviously the Griner situation is awful. Plus you don't have Kia nurse for the entire season. Mm -hmm. 
so it's just like yeah it, it's not good and i think um they're gonna and like you mentioned Degan smith and tarasi getting at it those are two pretty strong personalities although they've obviously played well together before so mm -hmm. I, I don't know i really don't know what's going to happen with the mercury uh, this season i think they're just going to try and be competitive and ride it out i don't see them tanking or anything like that no but, definitely not but going forward yeah i don't know what's going to happen with that team but yeah good for tina charles good for her just sticking up for her own um or her own legacy in her own, you know, what she wants to achieve with her life and not really giving a crap about anyone else ultimately. Yeah. She did say she did say that she did feel bad and that it, you know, she put in a considerable amount of thought and, and care into this decision, which is also appreciated. Totally. Hope, you know, but it's nice that um she was able to do it. I just thought this was wild. I've never heard of a player divorcing a team before. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of a like a, a player annulment, but yeah, never a divorce. Stop it. Sorry, that's like my my dad joke. Um, I, I literally just looked up synonyms to divorce. Uh, whenever I hear the word annulment, I think of Britney Spears and that that guy that she married for fifty five hours. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't, but uh, you honestly, don't. She married someone, some like childhood friend of hers for fifty five hours, and then they got an annulment. That's hilarious. In, in Vegas, they got married in Vegas. It was like a Vegas, like, I don't know, a Vegas fever dream. Hey, listen, uh, what happens in Vegas sometimes only lasts 55 hours, right? What's that? <laughs> it really only stays okay. in Vegas, including listen, the marriage. You're singing. I'm just drifting in a dad joke territory. <laughs> so we, we, we both, and, and we we're both also like, hey, we want to do a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you listen, you're, you're going to get way more of this on the Patreon. So so come on in and help us out, okay? Oh, my God. All right. And with that, it is time for our Badass Player of the Week. Freddie, who you got? Woo! Uh, there's a lot of options here. So I wonder if, uh, yeah, I, I wonder where, where you're coming down. But I'm going Candace Parker. Uh, I think that, you know, she was sort of like, chilling for a big part of the season and just you know doing her thing but uh huge numbers uh over the last five games so she's got 16 points um 10 rebounds uh or almost 11 rebounds uh six assists uh you know a steal and a half a block and a half her shooting percentages are amazing uh the sky went four and oh and are now tied for the best record in the league so uh, it's go time and she's absolutely turning up the jets uh, and um, also quietly, you know, is this her last season? She hinted at that. Like it, it seems absurd. She did. She did. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the year, she hinted at like, yeah, it might also be my last season. So, I mean, it just, she seems Whoa. too good. I, you know, I hope that's not true. Like, I mean, if you're done, you're done. But Whoa, I uh, did not know that. Yeah, it's uh, you know this might just be like rumor mill, but yeah, it's I I, I thought that I I read something where she sort of uh, hinted that it could be, um, but because you know some players go some players do a documentary and some players kind of sort of sort of like go quiet. You know what this night, is? Right? This is so um, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, right? Major that. And then uh, Sylvia Fowles like, hey, what about me? 
maybe I can do like a swear jar where every time I compare the WNBA to the NBA, you got to put money in the jar. I absolutely love that. Uh, if you want to subscribe but to I can't, Patreon. But come on, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, yeah. We'll add it to the Patreon. <laughs> this is part of the Patreon. Yeah, we'll do it for charity or something. Um, I love okay, that. that's amazing. And I, oh, I hope to God that rumor isn't true. Wow, 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 wow. Um, okay, my player of the week, also from the sky, I'm giving it to Courtney Vandersloot. Nice. Uh, Courtney Vandersloot has also had an amazing week. Uh, over this past week, she has averaged 18 points, five assists, three rebounds, and she helped the sky uh, with a with a game winning uh, buzzer beater against the Minnesota Lynx with yeah. a with an amazing three pointer, a just like phenomenal ball movement, uh, very uh, Steph Curry esque uh, money in the bucket hat right there. Um, but yeah, yeah, bucket hat. I don't know which one it is. It's a bucket. It's a bucket hat. It's not money in a bucket. It's not money in a hat. It's a bucket hat. Sure, we're we're starting things here. We're starting. The trends, bucket hats right? are becoming a, a trendy. I had a, I saw an ad on my social media for to buy a sixteen dollar bucket hat from Reitman's uh, <laughs> prior to recording. So that's where my social media is at. Sure, um, sure. Get your Reitman's on, you know. Oh my God, I would never. I would never buy. Well, I don't think I would suit a bucket hat anyways, just because my hair is curly and a bit big. I don't think like the bucket hat would, would suit me. But even if I were to rock that style, $16 from Reitman's, no, I'm, I'm going to go some, I'm going to get something with a fun logo on it or something Fair. like that, you know? Um, all right. So that's my player of the week, both from the sky, shout out the sky. They're doing great. Freddie, know. you know, every week I get, I keep being like, I'm hanging on regret okay. jumping ship. You don't have to jump ship. You can admit you were wrong. You can go back. But I think we established that you're going to wait till the playoffs. And it's just now I'm like, okay, I got the glory last year with this guy. This year I'm getting just like it's heartbreak hotel. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm suffering with like the links are in these games. Fouls back. She's killing it. Um, you know, that they battled back in that game. And, uh, you know, Vandersloot hitting that that dagger was just like horrible. And but whatever, like the I'm glad the season's 36 games, I think, this year's because you know there's a third left. They've expanded the playoffs. I'm not totally like I'm just was you know checking out the standings. Uh, you know, the links are six and fourteen. What if uh, you know, what if the Mercury and the Sparks uh, you know really start to fall apart of Mercury's uh, three wins in a row. But like, listen, the, the wings even are nine and 11. So the, the Western conference is basically just the aces in the storm running away with it. So uh, I'm not giving up on the links. Uh, I probably should, but um, you know, they've played 20 games and there's 16 games to go. So I, I love that <laughs> you are just finding excuses for your band. <laughs> so stubborn. Listen, if they make the playoffs, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel so great. Okay. So that's like, all right. You know, I love it. Okay. I'm hanging on to that. Right. Okay. Uh, with that, it's time for Freddie's fun question. Take it away. Okay. Here we go. Um, so, uh, I, you know, just was like going down the, uh, you know, the Jersey rabbit hole 
Uh, I generally like most of the jerseys in the WNBA. Um, and, uh, you know, not trying to be negative, just trying to be creative here. But I thought it would be a fun question to ask. Uh, what do you think is the, the worst jersey? Uh, and how would you make it better? How would you redesign it? Um, Catherine, I don't know if you want to go first. Sure, I'll go first. So uh, this is a bit of a two-parter here. Okay. But um, I'm going, okay. So first of all, I'm going with the Connecticut Sun. Okay. The Connecticut Sun could use a, a redesign. Now, before I go further, I want to shout out the fact that they have an alternate jersey that says, uh, and I, I might be mispronouncing this, so apologies. Uh, I think it's Kisusk, Kisusk, which is a Mohegan word for sun. Okay. So, very cool. Uh, I think that's super cool. Shout out to that. Don't want to change that at all. But the Connecticut Sun jersey, Freddie, where is the sun? Where's the sun? I want to see the sun. Yep. I want to see the sun. I want to see sunflowers. Sure. I want to see. I want to see suns. Yep. It's it's not even yellow, it's orange. Yeah. The orange I don't mind. I'll say that. I but... like orange as a color, but like you're gonna call yourself the sun and there's no suns and there's not even the color yellow present anywhere. Yeah, that's rough. It's just I just don't get it. And and I think it's a it's a branding mistake. I think like you know what would be so cool is if on one jersey it was a sunrise and on another jersey it was a sunset. Woo! That's me Come getting on. excited over a design idea. Right? Um, like that's that a great would be idea. So good. Listen. That would be so good. It's like I mean I think the the Phoenix Mercury are kind of doing that but not really. I think there's like so much purple and orange and it. it doesn't look like like the gradient is more cartoonish. Like I, mm -hmm. I think like give me a proper sunrise and a proper sunset. Damn right. And sunrise, then, sunset. That's 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 just a good concept. Thank you. And the and, and then the only the only reason this is a is a two-parter, and I guess you could probably say this for like a lot of the jerseys, but the Dallas the Dallas Wings, come on, man. Give me some wings. Give me some <laughs> give me some goddamn wings, you know? Yep. I, the Minnesota I, Lynx, I think, used to have the logo on their jersey, but currently it doesn't. So I'm being a little less hard on them because I, I feel like they go a little more back and, and forth with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you can't really, I mean, the sparks are the sparks. Those are just like Los Angeles colors. Mm -hmm. I, I like this, like this Seattle, maybe green and yellow doesn't look like a storm, but I just feel like that's a classic sports combo. It is. I agree. I love Seattle. Sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to step on, on what you're about to. You, you haven't mentioned my team yet. So I feel okay, good. good. So, good. so the, the, that, that's my team. Give me, give me the sun. Give me uh, the sun. Listen, give you the sun, give you the wings, um, bring back the lynx. It's a beautiful animal. Um, I also, yeah, I stayed away from the lynx because I, you know, I feel bad for them. And, um, you know, here's my angle. So first of all, totally agree. If it's in the name, like, where is it? Show yeah. me it a little bit. Okay. Um, my, the other, what I was looking through this, like, sort of like, you know, the article I sent you was this, this best Jersey ranking thing. 
And I kept noticing something, which was there are too many teams that are red in a 12 team league. It looks like there are about five or six teams that are red uh, or some version of red. And I think the team that I, I feel like had the least business being red and, you know, maybe this is like a bit of a new fan. I'm not a historian and et cetera, et cetera. But the Washington Mystics jersey, that's just plain red. I mean, I'm bored. That's all I can say. And I'm coming from the same angle as you. Washington Mystics? Okay, that's a sick name. Mystics? Mystical? Like, man. There's right, there's nothing mystical about What's the What's mystical about a red jersey? Okay? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, you know, they're trying to look like their NBA counterpart. I don't think that I don't think that means I have to put money in a in a bucket hat. I think no, that, no, I that's think, just a descriptor. Yeah, yeah and that's like, just I'm just yeah. Anyway, I, I I think that's what they're trying. I think that's what a lot of these teams did at at inception mm-hmm. of the league, and um, obviously that's what they're trying to do, and they're trying to be like we're Washington, America, America colors. Yeah, great. but you're right. The word mystics has nothing to do with that same with wizards totally get me exactly i mean it's like i'll I'll do the swear jar you know washington wizards okay where's the wizard show me the wizard used to be a wizard back in the day i'm into it i'm in the cheap i'm in the gimmicky stuff okay i love soccer uniforms but mystics could be like a really cute like um space that's what i'm talking about like like you know little stardust I, I want it to be like, you know, it's like friggin' like, you know, Homer Simpson staring into the abyss. Like, g- 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 give me, give me something where there's like, it's space and time. You know what I mean? Like, let's get weird, right? Let's like the E equals MC square. I don't know. Like, let's get like mystical. Maybe there's like, you know, whatever superpowers going on. Like a uh, Thanos ring thing, you know. I wonder, do I do we know which is gathering? Like, uh, we haven't explored WNBA mascots. Yeah, that's that's the next Freddy's fun question. Okay, uh, we're going full. <laughs> I think mascot. we should. I think we should explore mascots and explore what the like what we feel the Mystics mascot uh, should be. Totally. And it's Homer Simpson staring into the abyss. Right. Yeah. Uh, definition of mystic, a follower of a mystical way of life, an advocate of the theory of mysticism. So Whoa. guess what? You're plain red. It's actually oddly political. Right. You know what I mean? You, listen, get get mystical here. You know, uh, mystical, Let's the rapper, get mystical, engage mystical. them. You know, I, I, I promised I wouldn't sing again. And I lied. Yeah. You're busting out some Doja Cat and replacing physical with the. Uh, mystical uh yeah but that that's, that's was good. the that's old uh, that's like the 80s version of that song oh wow pardon me let's get physical olivia yeah. newton john i just okay boomered myself pardon me no i'm the one who okay boomered myself because i'm doing the oldie version and then you thought i was doing the, some Doja well Cat. we're both millennials okay so <laughs> listen we're, we're lost in time and space just like oh a mystic wouldn't be <laughs> A mystic would be like, I'm comfortable. I'm oh present my God. in the moment. 
whatever moment that is, whatever dimension. Well, now I, now I want to know what a mystic way of life is. Right. Like, I don't think they named the team knowing that that's an actual way of life and that this is like a cult of people. <laughs> I yeah. Go, yeah. That. Go into the cult. Territory. I, I didn't know Let's that. have some fun. <laughs> I thought mystical was just like mystical, not like the definition you read. I'm like, oh, there's people who self-identify as a mystic. Okay, and here we I go. never, I never knew that until right now. What is the mystical way of life? A person who claims to attain or believes in the possibility of attaining insight into mysteries transcending ordinary human experience, and then it goes on. So listen, someone, someone. <laughs> okay, here's my here's my new pitch. Someone literally like dunking on a star. Okay. Someone leaving the galaxy and dunking on a star. But, or, but that description sounds like someone dunking into the matrix. <laughs> sure. That's cool too. Listen, anything like, is like the than Like the new Mystics logo red. is just Keanu Reeves with a red pill and a blue pill. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like the green uh, green ones and zeros. Anything. I mean, that red. was Lawrence Fishburne technically who was offering him the pills. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, you got to get technical when you talk about the matrix. <laughs> I just, I, just, I never do that. I was not expecting to learn something like this today during this recording. And here we are. Hey, Freddie's fun question. It's pretty serious sometimes. Okay. We're getting spiritual wow. here. I mean, I'm going to, I honestly do not think they, anyone involved in the naming of the team actually knew that. I think they would have reconsidered. Don't you think? If, if you name the mystics and you're listening to this podcast and you're furious with us, honestly, uh subscribe to our patreon <laughs> that doesn't exist yet <laughs> we'll make it for you yeah we'll make it we'll make it just for you um okay Freddie. that's the end of our episode what a journey i had so much fun uh let people know uh where they can find you on the internet yeah uh you know check me out twitter instagram i'm uh on twitter i'm freddie revis f-r-e double die uh, double d-i-e r-i-v-a-s <laughs> and uh instagram's the same but uh, my middle name's noel n-o-e-l in the middle of that and check out my raptor slash nba podcast uh, and that's uh, called Confederacy of Dunks at Dunks Podcast on Twitter or www.dunkspodcast.com. I'm on Raptors Republic. And you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at it's me underscore Catherine, spelled C A T H R Y N. And you can check out my NBA pod, The Buckets and Tea NBA show, also available on Raptors Republic. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man. Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.